Um, so big changes over here on my end. I'm afraid that I have left my family, uh, abandoned my 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 wife, abandoned my son because I'm afraid to. I'm scared to tell everybody this because standing my truth, but I have found a new bride, and it is the open skies. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm married married to the skies, the big blue skies, the clouds. Uh, when it's uh, nighttime, it gets dark, and there's stars and the moon. Married to that one, too. If it's up, I'm married to it, and that's my new bride. And the plane is my... Mm-hmm. Um, my marital my aid? Bed, the, my marital bed. It's your condom. The plane's your condom that protects you from getting killed by the skies. Right, yeah, no, the skies would destroy me if I was. It's very cold, from what I understand, but I do love it very much, and it's my, it's it is my wife, my wife, my wife, wah wah wah. Justin's gotten a lot of uh, use out of that that Borat button, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah, I only played it in certain circumstances, though. Anyway, I noticed that you guys were looking at the sky yesterday. What the fuck, man? That's my wife, (laughs) Uranus. Uranus is the god of the sky. Oh, you're married to okay. Uranus. No. That's, you're so much better. Hey, Chris, can we step outside the episode? You're so much better than that. You've been my <laughs> friend for a while now. I know what you're capable of. You're so much better than that. It's just mythology. Yeah, Justin, you're, you're raising your hand. Uh, sir, uh, excuse me, uh, Justin, yes? I was trying to, that was a secret symbol to you guys to stop talking there. Because we got it. <laughs> Because we nailed it. And I don't want to waste more time after Russ just wasted the half hour of our lives. <laughs> My name is Justin McElroy, and I know the best game of the week. My name is Griffin McElroy, and I know the best flight simulator of the year. My name is Christopher Plant, and I'm free, free falling. My name is Ross Farshik, and I know the best plane of the week. I wish I hadn't stumbled <laughs> wow. over it. it you did so not good. stick the landing. That was the three bumps on the runway. Also, Chris, if you're free falling... You're not doing a good job no. in your airplane. That's bad. And I plane. know that because I just spent a whole week playing Microsoft Flight Simulator. <laughs> you know, things are rough out there in video games. There are not a lot of releases to go around. Uh, and we were so excited to find this major. Here's some of the ones that are. Um, I'm looking at the list of new releases according to Giant Bomb. Quarantine Arena came out this week. Death and End Request 2. <laughs> Big Farm Story, uh-huh. Operation Zeta. Wait, Life is Beautiful. Wait, they, they said all one title. Life is Beautiful. Wait, Life is Beautiful. Uh, so it's tight times, but this this is a big one for dads. It's Microsoft <laughs> Flight Simulator, and I there's not a subtitle on this, right? It's just Microsoft Flight Simulator. Well, it's it's a Microsoft Flight Simulator colon. Z2 Dreams of Genesis Hashtag Re, re colon, colon Remind Microsoft Flight Simulator is the new game from Microsoft It's the latest in the Flight Simulator series It allows you to fly around the entire world And that is all you need to know for now Because we're going to take a very quick break And then after this we'll come back And everybody will be like Chris you were so right This is the best game of the decade So I can't wait for you all to hear that praise. We'll see you in a bit. You can't see him right now, but Chris is fully rigid. Oh. <laughs> Y'all, you already know how much I love our sponsor of the week, Rocket Money. They make it so easy to get your personal finances on track, and especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need. Keep the ones you want, get rid of the rest. Here's how it works. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. That might sound too good to be true. I have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments I have, and it's worked, which is 
incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash besties. That's rocketmoney.com slash besties. Rocketmoney.com slash besties. We're back and we're ready to take to the sky. We're clear of the runway and the, this bird is lifting off. We've got our trim right and we've got our flaps <laughs> all the way up. That's right. This is just some airplane lingo I picked up from Microsoft Flight Simulator. Chris, you are the you are the champion of this game. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, mm-hmm. there will be a week where actually, if you look at the leaderboards, I'm the champion of Microsoft Flight Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> I got the highest scores, most skills. Sure. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, you you were the one who brought this this game to us and said we had to do it, and uh, I had not followed this particular iteration of Microsoft Flight Simulator. I have never played a flight simulator game. I'm wondering why you were, this has nothing to do with the quality of the game, but like, what was it about this, this game and the buzz around it that made you so hyped for it? Sure. I mean, I think this game is uh, one, it's a great game. We can debate that in a minute, but I think the one thing that is like not debatable is uh, it's a watershed technological achievement it is something i think microsoft has been striving for for i don't know at least the past decade to have something where they're taking their advancements across different parts of their business right so like games and hardware and whatever ai um and bring them together to achieve something like magical so connect tried to do that um hololens tried to do that e um, and then Flight Simulator is, I think, the like, oh, you found the porridge. It's just right. Here, the way they created this game is it's effectively a traditional flight simulator. But then they also took um, all of the t- uh, information they have from Bing Maps, probably the first mm, only great use of Bing Maps. They have a, a map of the entire world. And then they used um, 3D modeling uh, topographical scans from all sorts of data pools. And then they use things like Microsoft Azure cloud computing to actually stream those into the world when you are flying around it. So you can do something like fly from Kansas City to New York City. And as you are flying uh, close to the ground, you will see believable 3D recreations of a lot of known cities. Um it also uses uh, all these mathematical equations uh, for, um, for what is it, uh, procedural generation to, to kind of fill in the gaps. So a thing like um, flying over my neighborhood, you don't see a totally like pinpoint accurate version of my neighborhood, but you see it, an accurate version of houses where they would be, yards mm-hmm. that are roughly the same size, um, because it's procedurally generating what it can read off of a 2D map to make it look 3D. And it's just, it's incredible. It's truly incredible to be able to say, I'm going to fly anywhere in the world and, and see it. Um, sorry, just one one quick example that I think like hits us home in a weird kind of tragic way. Um, there have been... Um, uh, nonprofit journalism groups that have used it for like research already and being able to like visit um, areas of the world that you couldn't visit like mining zones um, or uh, no fly territories like North Korea and like that opportunity to go see parts of the world that truly you will never see like that's that's just a gift like that to me is very cool but then there's a game tied to that <laughs> and that's where I think we're going to like we're going to find the friction here's the thing I will say I I don't know that you can debate the fact that it is an extremely good flight simulator. It, <laughs> yeah. it, it is, in terms of, I didn't have what I would call traditional fun when it came to flying the plane, when it came to takeoff and finding the correct attitudes and landing. It's not pilot wings, is what you're saying. It's not pilot wings. It's not, well, the, the, the thing that I kept coming back to was uh, like GTA Five. GTA 5, huge map. You have lots of different sort of aerial ways of getting around it. And there is a certain amount of this sensation of like, I'm flying over the, you know, fake Grand Canyon or whatever right now. 
that you that you get to you know a much sort of richer, more realistic degree with Microsoft Flight Simulator. But also, you can bank on a dime in GTA Five. You can like do insane booster stuff. Like it is, they have they have taken a sort of simulation approach, but also injected some fun stuff into it. And Microsoft Flight Simulator doesn't have the fun stuff into it. It's just a very very straightforward simulator. Straightforward in the sense that like they have sort of perfectly recreated i think what you have to do to fly an airplane and i think that that's kind of miraculous and as somebody who used to fly a lot i didn't realize how into that i would like how reliable by fly you mean you ride ride an airplane right no yeah i have exposure to airplanes (laughs) sorry i I probably phrased that in a wild way like i didn't think i was going to find anything entertaining about this aside from the map right but i have been in airplanes a lot and never really given a shit about how this huge vehicle that I ride around in, you know, several dozen times a year actually functions. Yeah, if, if there was one person before all this that I was going to predict would enjoy it, it was you, Griffin, because you yeah. are the person who I think really enjoys just figuring out how things work, uh, yeah. especially in virtual things. Um, and and wow, does this game offer that opportunity. The, the problem is... Oftentimes, it throws you into a brand new Boeing plane, and it's like, well, here's how to adjust these two knobs. Uh, those other 30 buttons? I-, I don't know. Go download, like, a PDF from Boeing. Um, <laughs> let me know when you've read it all. Um, good luck. So l- let me just boil down a few things. One, uh, you know, I've had, uh, as with Griffin, a passing interest in the idea of flying, and I think... I was not expecting to find as much satisfaction as I did just from the tutorials of the game, which I think are very, very well done Um, because you get dropped in and you have all these dials in front of you and all they really tell you are the like dials you need to care about at the current moment, which I think is very smart. And it actually started making me realize that like the act of flight, which has always seemed like this, like totally beyond me, no way I could ever figure it out was like weirdly attainable even though obviously the money and danger are elements that are removed (laughs) from this but the but the actual like things that you are doing while you are flying or taking off or landing are like vaguely attainable things which i found like pretty miraculous and incredible and made me really like pretty jazzed about it but i would say on the flip side like a you need a pretty beefy setup to run the game and b Uh, Unlike Chris Plant, I do not have a ultra widescreen, amazing (laughs) super monitor. I have a fucking laptop monitor. So I'm basically like crouched in front of this thing with an Xbox controller, which I wouldn't recommend either, but it's fine. Staring at this little screen and like all the dials and stuff are so jammed in that you constantly have to like maneuver and like literally use the camera to look down at the things to see like what your altimeter is. And it's it's a lot. Like you kind of to really get the right experience, you need like a pretty baller setup. One, one, one second. I'm gonna I'm gonna open this can. Oh, that's fresh. That's a fresh can of undiluted hoops that is about to come in here and just take a big old swig of, of, of Microsoft Flight. It's 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 neat. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the maps were cool. Uh-huh. I flew over Disney World. That uh-huh. was fun. Got to go see the Doos. Been a little bit. Is is Epcot there? Oh yeah. And like the thing, the modeled and everything. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. Um, it's neat. Um, I I uh, here's what I would say. Um, the, my complaints. Okay, I have actual complaints and then fake complaints. I'll do the actual complaints first. I actually am kind of with Griffin that like I was finding the. Uh, learning about the stuff pretty interesting and then there's a point of proficiency where it's just like we're not going to teach you more than you know right now and it's not particularly dynamic in terms of you've gotten off what out of whack here let us help you sort of like figure it out or like here's some tool tips that will help you to get it back so there was a lot of times where i would be like trying to do a tutorial i just did one of the next last tutorials where i was supposed to like follow all this navigation and then it's giving you like you have to do a huge turn to go into the airport and it was showing me like indicators for like where to turn right and so i passed one and i started turning right where it told me to and the indicator didn't change and it didn't pick up with me and i was like uh okay so i'm just gonna 
I guess just keep going on my own and kind of figure it out. And then I just kind of figured it out. And then they're like, that was actually not very good. That's not what we wanted to do. We're going to start the lesson over 20 minute long tutorial level. We're going to start it over because our indicators didn't like see what you were doing. So like that stuff and there's stuff like um, it tells you to adjust the trim to sort of make it so that you don't have to fool with your controls that much. Love the the plane will kind of like love the trim. There's an, you can do vertical trim, right? And there's a little, like a little indicator. If you back out to the third person view, there's a little indicator that shows your vertical trim. And then there's supposedly horizontal trim. And I was tweaking it, but there's no indication of what was happening. Ditto with your flaps. You're supposed to raise and lower flaps. I, there's no indication that I could see of like what they were, un- unless my controller was like broken. I was like constantly veering to one side. Like my plane would just always be pulling one way or the other. And I just couldn't figure out how to make that not the case. Um, and there's a lot of other stuff with like, and there was just like some jank. Like I have a good computer. It's like pretty beefy. And I had multiple crashes. And let me tell you, when well, the did crash you, comes- Did you come down land? Did you put the landing gear down? Okay. I had multiple <laughs> software crashes. Um, and I had multiple incidences where like, I'd just be in the middle of a flight and uh, it would just crash. And I was like, well, okay, I'll just do that again, I guess. The other thing, the the but the bigger, the, the fake things, and that, that is things I could, I would actually level at it, is like, it holds your hand, but like not as much as I wanted as like a complete neophyte. And especially like with bigger planes, as far as I could tell, there's not like a, there's not tutorials on like, here, here's how to fly a 787, mm-hmm. like, which... Uh, I took off from the airport in Huntington, which was hysterical. I was like, le- <laughs> like <laughs> leveling the buildings as with my wing, just like went right through the Tudor's biscuit world at CRW. Um, just kidding, that Tudor's was actually run out of business. But um, so the do I wish that also there was a little bit of I would like to just do dumb. Like I wish there was some sort of way to just do dumb shit. To inter- like check out the map. The map's cool enough that I wish there was just like a jetpack or a helicopter yeah. or something where like I didn't have to fuck with like flight and I could just go like explore. You know what I mean? Because like for me, there isn't a game in Microsoft Flight Simulator in the way that we traditionally would use the term game. For me, the game of Microsoft Simulator was I'm on track to where I'm going. I see kind of the navigational stuff. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but. I kind of see what I need to do, and I just need to keep flying straight for another three, 15 minutes. The game for me is, do you have the patience to not attempt a barrel roll? Because for me, I would be going for a few minutes, and then my brain would be like, maybe just a quick one? And I'm like, no, brain, I, I can't do a barrel roll right now. I have to fly the boring plane. And it got worse and worse where my brain was like, America's been through a lot, Justin. Maybe it needs this barrel roll right now. I figure how inspired everyone would be for just one quick barrel roll. And then you try to do anything fun. It's like <laughs> you broke your plane. Your plane broke in half because you try to fly too cool. Um, but that, I, I, like I say, it's dumb. I just wish it was a little more flexible. I was going to say, I do want to mention one of the planes that I flew, which was like one of the smaller planes did have a sticker above the uh, flight yoke that said no intentional barrels, which I think leaves a lot of room for a potential (laughs) other barrel. You fly into a tornado and then it's in God's hands. (laughs) That's the kind of fun shit, dumb shit like that. That's a little more bite sized, like something like fly through this tornado, like dumb stuff like that. I would like it more activity based. I think would be cool. Like it, it really feels like this game was made to ship for hardcore flight sim fans. Um, it, to the point where, like, things that would be seemingly obvious, like being yes. able to just start at a specific point on the map, are way more difficult than they should be. Um, like, the, the, the main menu is not especially clear at times. To drive that home, if you want to start from a specific point or set a waypoint, like a, an arrival waypoint at a certain place, the only way I could find to do it is to punch in specific like geographical coordinates like you can't I couldn't right click somewhere on the map and set that any that location that I clicked you know anywhere that wasn't a waypoint already to be like if I wanted to fly to my house I would have to punch in the exact coordinates of my house and then search for those and then it would allow me to set that as like my destination I couldn't just go to where I knew my address was and then like right click it there I have to have that it's wild I was gonna say it feels like 
you know, the people that like get really into like Euro road trip trucker four. Yeah, this is them. Like this is their game. The ultimate version of that. Yeah, totally. yeah. The, the the thing that I also wonder is like, is it like um how the rules used to be for uh, driving sims, where it was like you can have zero crashes uh, if you want to have BMW or um honda inside of your game because they don't want to have any representation of car wrecks and like is that a reason we don't see things that are a little lighter or sillier well i i would say one thing if you if you do happen to have the game the one thing that i would recommend that counted as like quasi light was they have these landing challenges where you have to land on like very small runways so i landed on one in the french alps that was like less than a thousand feet on the side of a cliff and I like tried it like six or seven times until I got it and it was pretty satisfying. So like that's the closest like mini objective thing that I've seen. And then I tried yeah. to land a 747 at JFK airport and it went very wrong very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the other thing I'd say is uh, to Justin's point of like, I can't just like go around and see things easily. There's actually a camera mode that reminds me so much of... I can't remember what the damn game was. But in Nintendo 64, there was a golfing game. Uh, It was terrible, at least for me. But you could go into a golf cart mode, which was really just free roam, no clipping camera. And you could tour drive through the open world of a golf course which at the time felt like wild like oh my gosh i'm just moving around this giant open space free for all um you can do a version of that in flight simulator where you pause everything around you keeps moving but your plane just freezes in midair and then you can tour around the world in a in a free camera so you can zoom all the way down to the to to earth and like just stroll through neighborhoods um trying to mm. find landmarks and stuff and that is super cool um and obviously not a selling point but yeah you can also do what i do which is crash your plane upside uh-huh. down in the trees behind your house <laughs> and then just kind of look at it through the window longingly did you did so who here actually went to their house oh yeah i did of course yeah I tried to. It, it, they did not try with Huntington. <laughs> it, I could barely. I saw the stadium, and I was like, "I guess it's kind. I guess I'm kind of in the basic area, but none of the buildings were recognizable to me." They got the texture of the like stucco on the outside of uh on the outside of my garage correctly, and I was like, well, "I don't." I started to get kind of Ron Swanson about it. Like, I don't actually love. I don't actually love that y'all clocked my stucco. Um, <laughs> Uh, New York is amazing for what it's worth like for the big cities they really do a direct texture map of what the actual buildings look like so my building looks identical to how it looks in real life which is pretty nuts when am I going to get that tech for a Spider-Man game please just it's there it exists now just do it I mean I will say the second you freeze the camera like because there's a like a active pause where you can like rotate the camera around it's very clear that the graphics do not hold up on like a close inspection standpoint. A molecular level, yeah. It's just um, janky because it's from space. <laughs> I feel like our uh, like qualitative review of this game has been a bit murky. So I wanted to say that it it kind of surprised me and how it um, slots into this 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 pseudo genre that I didn't know how into it I was until this this year. And maybe it's just because of how you know cloistered we all are. And uh, I enjoy. Uh, a good learn from time to time, but there is a, there's some there's something educational, obviously, about like here are what the here's what plane terminology is, and here's the basics of what pilots have to do in order to fly a plane. I also felt like it it gave me an understanding of the physics of plane flight in a way that like no book or you know whatever like really ever has by making me sort of have to interact with it, like learning how how lift like actually affects a plane and what what drag is used for and how you accomplish those things with with plane controls like in the same way that that uh clubhouse games like taught me a lot about gaming literacy in a sort of roundabout way i feel like this game teaches you a lot about physics in a roundabout way that uh i found very 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 satisfying even if i didn't have like a lot of you know traditional super fun with it um there's so much to learn. I feel like it needs to almost be kind of branching where, like, I can click on anything. This was weird that I couldn't click on something in my display, and it just tells me what it is or, like, what how I control it or how I alter it. Um, I found that, like, really very strange. Uh, and, I, and I feel like I can't really recommend it in terms of, like, 
if you don't think you'll be into just like flight sim in general, I don't think it's necessarily worth it for the, um, you know, the educational aspects of it. It's, it's very cool. And I learned something, but I don't, I don't know if it'd be worth the price of admission. Here's my very, very easy, super easy. Everybody should try it. Recommendation. It's on Xbox game pass on PC. Whoa, really? Oh, well, shit. Go for Just it. Just fucking play go it. Go play it. Like that, that, I, 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 man, I'm, I'm so excited to see like what this show becomes as Game Pass and things like it become the norm because I think it just allows us to, one, more people who listen to our show can just try things in the same way that we often do. Um, and this is just such that sort of game. Do I think every person in the world should buy this game? No. Like, uh, that would be a, a lot to ask. But sh- do I think everybody should at least get two hours, like, f- surfing the skies? Yeah, absolutely. Four hours, two hours for installation, <laughs> and then two hours to... It's worth... Well, the, the time investment is worth it, if not the financial one. Um, also, I, I do think this is probably going to be Xbox's first big swing at game as a service and i'm super curious to see what this game looks like two or three years from now let me get that superman mod that's all i need this episode of the best these is sponsored by aura frames all right so you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy i'm sure immediately names jump to your mind Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up, you just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi, and once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos, you can do whatever you want, and it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old, I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old, and they both love their Aura frames, and they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family, all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it, I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. You go get a phone. You just want a phone to talk to your friends and family. You're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts and you get ripped off because you got all this fine print little details and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech. You know, the contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? Not going to pull that nonsense? Mint Mobile. Their wireless plans. There is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars for, like, literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or you want to have a nice, easy solution, save some, put the bucks back in your pocket, pay 15 bucks a month. Say bye to your overpriced wireless plan's jaw-dropping monthly bills. The unexpected overages sound familiar? To get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash besties. That's mintmobile.com slash besties. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Russ, you've cooked up something for us to, to test our newfound acumen. Is that correct? Uh, no, I haven't cooked up something for you. Fate has. Uh-oh. Oh, God. So uh-huh. Chris Plant, your favorite folks, Chris Plant, Justin McElroy, and Griffin McElroy, have found themselves on a 747 airliner, and disaster has struck. The pilot is sick. The co-pilot is sick. They all ate from the same plate of fish, just like in that movie Airplane. And they are out of commission. 
and it's up to that them. Is, that is quite the diarrhea they've got there. If it's keeping them from doing their their duty of landing the airplane. Yeah. So you know how when you drink in when you're flying, it's like more powerful. Okay. I don't, say no more, please. <laughs> so it is up to these three heroes uh-huh. to land this plane safely uh-huh. using the knowledge that they've gained from Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020. Now, I noticed in the rundown for the episode, you've left the WikiHow article on how to land a boat. Do not use the link that's in there. <laughs> I have Pay no I attention no to the link behind that. the curtain. <laughs> I'm okay. using another uh, source that is also So, so we're, we're in this plane. A, a few questions before we, we get to all take our turns. How yeah. Well, far no one is doing anything, so we... the plane is actively plummeting to the ground right now. So just letting well, you know. No, how, how, how far away from the airport are we, and how, how um, high in the air are we? Well, I'll tell you, you're getting much, much closer to the ground at every passing second. But you are, are, we, are we vertically? Yeah. No, not zooming. vertical. No, you're you're uh, like a forty five degree angle going. Also, are we in the clouds? Forty five degrees. Damn! Incredibly I grab steep. the yoke and pull up. Okay, yeah. Justin grabs the yoke and pulls. Wait, up. How, you, how far do you pull up, Justin? How what? far do you pull up? Like how hard? Until my attitude is level. Terrible fail. What is Justin's dexterity? I wonder. What's your mo- What's your modifier? <laughs> My personal dexterity? Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. I'm a 39-year-old man with carpal tunnel syndrome who hasn't worked with his hands for 20 years. So it's pretty bad. So in an well. attempt to uh, yank the yoke directly upwards, you've actually pulled it directly into your chest, um, and and the plane is now tilted upwards. Well done. But it's now stalling. Oh, God. Uh, Griffin. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to increase the throttle a little bit, maybe level us out a touch. Okay. That should be easier than yeah. It no, up. so you good work, Griffin. You've leveled us out. Things are things are running. But I don't want us to be level. We need to be at a descent attitude, which means we're gonna have to. I'm, uh, well, yeah, we, I mean, we we level first, and then we'll we'll begin our descent. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, things are running level. You are about seventeen miles away from the airport. Oh, oh good. Then we're yeah, fine. We're, we do need to begin. Fine. And how high are we again? Thirteen miles. No, you don't we're know. We're thirteen miles. We're thirteen high. fucking uh-huh. miles off the ground. Uh-huh. So we're burning. We're, in we're space. burning. We're on fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're you're. Uh, let's say two thousand feet up. Okay, so two thousand. We're, 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 we're playing back. Microsoft Flight Simulator, right? Because even I know that that's not. <laughs> Do correct. you know the difference? <laughs> is that how, lower? How, high? how 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 high do you think a mile is in feet? Five thousand two hundred eighty feet. Okay, so you're half a mile up. <laughs> Oh my god. So but before but so we're half a mile up, but before you <laughs> were telling us that we were um over sixty thousand feet in the sky. Is that what you're so you've gone from sixty thousand to two. Is that correct? Yeah. That's okay. accurate. Okay. Okay. I just okay, to, it's a rapid plant's turn. Okay, so we're very close to the ground. Very so we close to the ground. And level. Well done, Griffin. You're you're level. Yeah, I mean, yes. so fat lot of good it's going to do us. One one, one uh, particularly ambitious building, and that's a rip. I want to call to see if I have the phone number for Sully Sullenberger. <laughs> oh, well, I, like, what, what's, what's in front of us, between us and the runway? Um, it's mostly farmland. Farmland. Okay, good, good, good. I'm feeling good. I mean, at this point, I feel like even if we don't hit the runway, we're probably going to be okay. So, Interesting. Okay, so if what kind of plane is this? We're, it's a big one, yeah, right? Yeah, it's a Boeing 747 Superliner. Oh, okay. So um, we're, we're already, if we're that low, we need to uh, pretty rapidly uh, reduce our speed because if we're going over, what is it, 25 knots? Is that, is that it? You're going 250 knots. Yeah, so we need to... Are you fucking is. kidding me? Well, it's a 747. They go fast. Okay, so we're going to gradually decrease decrease our speed. Okay. And ever so slightly... Well, actually, right now, we're not even going to lower our, our nose. We're actually going... Because if we do that, so we'll, we'll just crash into the ground. Okay, so you're, you're gradually de- just decreasing speed. Decreasing speed, yeah. Okay. Uh, you are now going 100 knots. Okay, wow, that worked out pretty well from 250. Okay, mm-hmm. so now it's Justin's <laughs> turn. Land it. So the uh, so you go to land it, and there is a farmland. So you're going to try to land in the farmland. Is there any water? Can I see? Any, do no, I have visibility in the water? I should have mentioned you didn't you're in tell Iowa. Us that. Yeah, you should have. Told I don't know any. I don't know anybody in Iowa. I'm going to bring her down. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to attempt to land in this farm. Do you have a preference for which produce farm you're going for? 
corn, corn, corn. Water, not corn. Watercress. There's no water. It's Iowa. Watercress. You're gonna go for the watercress. Get yeah. something squishy that's gonna break. Corn will go into the so engines like a bunch of watercress landing. Okay. 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 So it should be noted that watercress. Three souls on board. Water watercress is not in season right now. Does that change your decision in any way? Okay, I'm gonna go with uh-huh. tomatoes. Tomatoes, Ooh, good, tomatoes. Good, 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 good. Iowa tomatoes. Okay, so you're you're basically lining up to go to land <laughs> uh, for the tomatoes. Uh, the tomatoes are a mile away, um, and you're you're kind of angling yourself down, aiming for those Perfect. big red um, circles. I hate to ruin Iowa tomatoes. They're famous statewide for their plumpness and juice. Griffin, you're now ten feet above the ground, about to land. Ten? What are you talking about? Okay, how fast are we going? Uh, 100 knots. We're dead. We're <laughs> <laughs> dead, baby. <laughs> We're going to die. Risk. <laughs> I, 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 I uh, tell Justin, Great. and I ask Justin and Chris to real quick check on the pilots uh, back in the fuselage, and then I shut and lock the door of the cabin <laughs> so that they can do no more fucking harm to this process. And then I'm going to pull up because because we're going a hundred knots, ten feet off the ground. Play up if there is a, the tail. If a tall person will be decapitated <laughs> by the landing gear. You know, oh, it's funny I, you should mention I, the landing gear, which hasn't been discussed yet. I want to do a contested strength check with Griffin to see if I can wrest control from him. Well, you're locked, trying out. To get you're locked me. out, so you do need to break through. No, the, no, no he didn't have to roll for that. Fair. I want oh, to contest fair. his... That's fair. His, okay. Um, yeah, that's that's a critical uh, strength check from Justin. So success. Okay, so now I'm in control. Wait, what, what happens if it's a crit? How exactly do you take control from from your brother? What it, I give him a forearm shiver right to the bridge of his nose. <laughs> He's unconscious. <laughs> He's out. I've bloodied Griffin. Okay. Um, what's our landing gear? Is it deployed or not? It is not deployed. Deploy it. Okay, you push the button for landing gear. It lowers to the ground. You're st- and you're at what fifteen uh, feet off the ground because of Griffin's slight efforts to raise the uh... flare. I'm okay, flaring now I'm gonna it, baby. Fla- That's the flare. I'm gonna flare it, baby. I'm pulling that yoke to flare. Okay, you're flaring the plane. My flaps are down. Flaps too. are down. The plane is slowing to fifty knots. Getting closer. Man. Things are great. But Chris I hope Plant. the people of Iowa like. Uh, podcaster marinara <laughs> that's what they're about to have all over the all over this field uh i mean Plant quick it, so i mean it seems like we are rapidly rapidly decreasing speed so i mean i'm gonna you know pray i'm gonna i'm gonna put those wheels to the ground and then so well, that's two turns I, are you gonna pray or are you gonna put the wheels to the ground no, I'm going to put the wheels to the ground. Okay. Um, but here's oh, yeah. here's how I'm going to do it because uh, things I have to happen. I want to have to roll for the existence of a benevolent <laughs> deity. Yeah, <laughs> this has to take place uh, in like uh, what, like two, a few, a few seconds. So I'm going to yep. do a whole bunch of things all at once. I'm going to press down into the ground, and then I'm going to very gently pull the nose up to help decrease the speed. Yes, this is yes, yes, yes. Um, yes. So it's press down and then up. And uh, decrease the speed. And the second that I am down and I am decreased, and both wheel, uh, all the the wheels are on the ground, I'm going to flip that brake. You're going to flip the, the, the brake the second that you're down. No, 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 Whoa, no, 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 no. Sorry, did it, did it. No, Let's that's that, I, I very clearly it, said it t- this takes place over multiple seconds. <laughs> you said it, Chris. Let's see. Okay, fine. Roll it. Okay, so the plane is lowering. You're at uh, ten feet, five feet. The plane hits the ground, Chris yanks on the uh, parking brake and the front of the plane flips over on its back. <laughs> oh my gosh. And, and I'm unconscious, right? I'm unconscious so I farm. don't feel it. <laughs> yeah, Griffin is completely out. Uh, Justin, you're upside down. Uh, the plane is otherwise intact. It's just upside down. Oh, so it's a good and landing. That, and then wait, it's like smash cut to title card lost <laughs> too. <laughs> In Iowa. Well, congrats. You 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 found your way on the onto the ground. Well done. Thank you so much. Wow, what a that was fun. Can I just say the, um, the diarrhea pilots really set us up to fail? Oh <laughs> man, can you imagine where all the diarrhea went after we flipped the plane? <laughs> I, I don't want to think about it. Uh, any communique from our beloved listeners this week, Plant? Uh yeah. Here, let me let me get some stuff. Uh, well, first, I, I thank you to everybody, because quite literally everybody let us know, uh, about the Minions, uh, tweet, uh, and the Fall Guys, 
yes, uh, a minion's costume for Team Yellow is our idea, and we are uh, trying to negotiate royalties. Oh, did that come straight? Studio. Did that come straight from the top from DreamWorks? Uh, it came from some, but not DreamWorks. Some some other group. Uh, <laughs> Here, here's here's some uh, specific uh, messages from Shay on Twitter. Living on the other side of my country uh, to most of my family while in full lockdown, I had a very profound and emotional experience, virtually visiting my parents' new farm in a nearly photorealistic rendition. Did any of you get any intense feels while, while playing Microsoft Flight Simulator? Um, I visited uh, Iceland where I had my honeymoon, and that was very, I very did the cool. same thing. I mean, I didn't go to Iceland. I went to Hakone. Uh, which I visited on my honeymoon, uh, and it was it was it was super neat. It was very cool. I don't know that I got like a huge emotional rush out of it, but seeing like the places that I went to and had some very happy times was uh, a real real put some some wind in my sails to use a flying term. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I want to uh, share a note from Millie because last week Justin asked people to tell us uh, their feelings on Flight Simulator before they installed it <laughs> and then after they played it. Um, for Millie. Uh, before message, I have never played a flight simulator, but I just got a new PC and I do love planes. Not enough to do much more than go, wow, look at those planes at an airport. <laughs> so I'm going in and trying uh, flight simulator 2020 for the first time later today. I will report back. And then uh, a few hours later. So I've played the training levels for about an hour. When it works, it feels amazing. When it doesn't, I'm just, just left flying with no direction as the game doesn't recognize that I fulfilled an instruction. There you go, Justin. Getting yep. bugs in the most basic training kind of sucks for getting into this. I actually don't know if that's a bug for for whatever it's worth. I just think that it may, and I don't know Millie's experience, obviously, but um, I actually think it might just be, it's very literal about what it wants you to do. And yeah. it's not good at, at sort of compensating for Clarifying maybe it. he's just a rebel yeah. who flies by his own rules. Uh, Millie also added, also, I now really know why we don't fly planes with keyboards. No sensitivity is how I can pull out the yoke makes uh, life pretty difficult. I hear a controller is better, but I haven't tried it yet. And yes, that's true. Honestly, controller is still not as sensitive as, as a flight stick. Um, this is a question from uh, Haruza on Twitter. Is it possible in this game to fly the plane upside down like in the blockbuster film Flight starring Denzel Washington? Hmm. Um, not for very long. Yes, I, I, I think the thing to remember with Flight starring Denzel Washington is it's not so much that he flies the plane upside down as he does a very controlled barrel roll. Yeah. Mm. And I, I think that is doable in this game. You could do a controlled barrel roll, but you can't just like fly upside down forever. That's not how planes I mean, work. are there stunt... I didn't fly all the planes, so I don't know if there are stunt Yeah, planes, there, there are some planes that let you do some pretty stunty stuff. Traditional planes are intended to manage lift, which upside down becomes sink. I guess I don't know what the opposite of lift is. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, and, and one last question, uh, not related to Flight Simulator from Evan. <clears throat> Can't remember the prompt for this week, but here's a question. What's the best game you've never played that you're okay never playing? For me, it's Bloodborne. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oof, I don't know, man. Near Automata? <laughs> <laughs> you, you jerk. Wow, that's wild. Hey, any one of the this is a loaded question. Any one of these is going to piss somebody <laughs> off. You should definitely play Near Automata and Bloodborne. Everyone should play both of those titles. I, I, you know what mine is? Um, Civilization. Fuck, I love Near Automata. It's a great game. So let's talk about it. Civilization is mine. I, I think I understand why people love it. I'm sure it's great. I know I do not have enough time in my life to play it. Or uh, also World of Warcraft would be right up there in that same that same world. Yeah, it would have to be some genre that I'm not like uh, like any fighting game. Like I, there are so many. I listen to <laughs> I listen to podcasts with people talking about Evo and like all the like dope shit that people are doing. And I'll watch a clip of a fighting game from time to time and be like, oh, that's that looks pretty rad. But I just have no no interest in actually playing it. Y'all, what else are you playing this week? Because I am excited to talk about this section because I've been playing some good good stuff. You know what I dip back into? I'll just say very quickly because it's a very old game. But my daughter is six. And uh, she, I weirdly saw her watching a playthrough of, um, she's of that age where she started watching like playthroughs on YouTube and she was watching one of Broken Age. And I was like, oh shit, you know what? You could play Broken Age. You're, you could absolutely do that. So we dip back into it. I love that game. It is beautiful. It's so funny and well-written and the puzzles are neat and it sounds great. Uh, it's just, I mean, I hadn't thought about Broken Age for years so it was cool to to see it again and share that with her and it's very like 
very approachable for for her even at even at six. You know, she reads some, but it's it's much more about like puzzle experimentation. Mm, right. like That's very neat. Um, Broken Age. I, great game. I downloaded Neverwinter Nights on iOS, which just dropped, and I never played that one, even though it's sort of a seminal D and D video game classic. Uh, and it was not pleasant to play it on iOS. Just it works fine, but just like the interface was not my preferred way to do it. But it did give me a sort of hankering for a nice CRPG. Uh, so I picked up uh, Pillars of Eternity on Switch because uh, I never played that one either. That was the Kickstarter-backed uh, Obsidian CRPG. Uh, and there have been some patches to sort of fix it up because when it dropped, it was really buggy, like super, super, super buggy. Like the text would just like glitch out and like ranged attacks didn't work, uh, which is not great. Uh, and apparently there's one more huge patch like coming soon that's going to uh, bring everything up to sort of console parity, but... Uh yeah, I'm in, I am enjoying it. Uh, also, I've 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 played so much more Heroes of Hammerwatch. <laughs> Me which, too. <laughs> get up on that shit. Yeah, I'm playing good. a lot of that. Bad. I'm really deep in, in that one. Griffin Wasteland Three comes out. Yeah. Now I I am I am psyched out of my mind for uh, Baldur's Gate Three. Did you guys watch the? First yeah. of all, that live stream was super fun. And if you've never if you didn't watch it or don't really care about Baldur's Gate Three, it was really. It was the most fun sort of uh, live pandemic <laughs> quarantine event that uh, I think anybody's done. Yeah, that game looks wicked. Uh, I, I really like For What It's Worth Wasteland 2 when it first came out. Uh, very, very good game. And I think both games are essentially, uh, you know, both Baldur's Gate and uh, Wasteland are kind of modern recreations of classic CRPGs. Why don't we do that one for next week? <laughs> Is that could be. we could? I've never really. It's so funny. Like I love D and love RPGs. I love big games, but like I have never really a CRPG has never really gotten its hook to me, except for uh, oh god, what was that Sierra one? Arcane Arcanum of Steamworks and Magic Obscura. Like, oh yeah, I hate fucking. Would stuff. you guys count? Would you count? Um, Disco Elysium? No. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. I, yeah, that's a CRPG. No, I think it's a different. I think that's a different beast. When I think of CRPG, I think like tactical yeah okay multi it's its own weird thing yeah um uh fresh are you anything you're, that you're playing just i played a lot more hammer watch uh, that was basically and and some more desperados i'm very very near finishing desperados 3 which is continues to be really one of my favorite games of the year for what it's worth fresh is being coy fresh is playing something that you can't and talk something about else that i can't is, talk about yeah it's very yeah, my, my, yeah. My. um and uh so i've been playing uh a few different things just trying trying little stuff while i'm on my exercise bike spirit fair oh yeah what a what a lovely little uh management sim about death um that's very cute and i did not expect to be so touching it, it's a game where you are helping uh souls come to terms with moving on um post-death it's like sad and sweet um, Kill It With Fire, which is a uh, spider-killing simulator where you uh, walk around a house and you try to kill spiders. You like It's kind of like Gone Home, but underneath uh, half the objects are little spiders, and you, 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 you smash them with a clipboard. But as the game progresses, uh, your weapons become increasingly silly, so you'll get uh, flames and uh, Molotov cocktails and... Uh, big guns, uh, silenced pistols. It's it's really silly, and I don't know. It, it, I think Danielle at Fanbyte wrote a, a piece uh, about it being comparing it to like uh, what would happen if you made a lighthearted uh, immersive sim, and I think that's pretty spot on. Hmm. And then lastly, people on Twitter have been uh, telling us to play Hades forever. Well, we've been playing it. Yeah, I've we just haven't it. talked about it. Yeah, we just ha- it. haven't talked about it. Well, I haven't been playing it. We did it. talk about it. We've talked about Hades. Oh. Did we? For sure we've talked played, about Hades. I played, if you'll forgive me, the hell out of that game. Uh, I will probably go back. It's on Switch it's now. Final. Uh, I don't think it's out yet. I don't know if it's out yet. Oh, is it not? It's, 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 it's approaching its one point. It's like official release. But yeah, I went back and played more of it. And damn, that game is good. That game is really, really, really good. Um, and maybe maybe we'll talk about that more when we get to the 1.0 release then if, if y'all have been playing enough of it. So yeah, that's it for me. Um, there are a lot of good games out in the world right now. We cool. made it, guys. We made it through the, the fallow times. Sure. Uh, I played okay. Griffland finally, Justin. Griffin. Yes. Yes. What did you it's think? It's fucking kicks ass. It's so good. I, I didn't expect it to be a story like rich as it is, and it is story rich. 
I've beat it twice now with both of the the two characters. The new next one should be out soon, but uh, uh, it's fucking great. I do wish it was mobile in some way because I feel like that would sort of match my gaming habits. Maybe need on Switch yeah. for sure. I'll come on Switch next week. Next week. Bring the Switch. Next week. Next week. Next week. We are playing Madden, and that's the only game we're playing. We're all playing Madden, baby. Get excited. No, we're playing Wasteland 3. That's the one game we're going to talk about. Only Wasteland 3. Unless we play Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Let's do a grab bag. Chris said everybody wants to hear us talk about Madden. I said nobody wants to hear us talk about Madden. Uh, So we were going to do a little, like, nerds box split. Uh, Madden Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered, which I've been very excited about since it was announced, and now I think Justin's coming in as a fucking splinter agent. As a, as a hero cool dude, neither jock nor nerd. Uh, uh, perhaps as a a, a dweeboid, perhaps, or a, a, jock a popular a popular kid. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm escaping mm-hmm. uh, from having to play either Final Fantasy or Madden by the, volunteering to play Wasteland Three. Well, great. should we just do a? It sounds like we're just doing an old episode of Besties. Then it sounds like we're just great. doing old Besties. Too many games. I would. Could we put up a fucking Twitter poll just to see which of these games people are most interested to hear us okay. talk about? I'll do That's that. That's a good do idea. Add a fourth like one. That. Fresh. Do you have, do you have Let's one? Do, okay. No. No. I have a great idea. Wait. Okay. Plant. Fresh. Do you want to do four? Do you have one no, you want to do or no? Care. Just. Let okay. us, let's okay. decide. All right, Fresh Take has to play all of them. Here's what we'll do. We'll put up, uh, well, a lot, 30 minutes, right? We'll put up a Twitter poll oh. for which of those three games people want to hear. Uh-huh. The percentage of the votes that you get is the percentage of time of that 30 <laughs> minutes that you get okay. to talk about your game. Okay. That's hysterical and good, and that's okay. that's what we're doing. So play I any like of those. Okay. Play all of them. It's up to you. Whichever one you want. Yeah. If you want to hear a a lot about Kansas City Barbecue, um, where to get some of the tastiest uh, meats. Russ looks right now like all three of us just like open mouth burped in his face. (laughs) (laughs) I've got to use the bathroom so bad. So this is the end of the episode. You can follow and listen for free on Spotify. Please help share the show. Besties.fan. We really appreciate it. If you want another season of the Besties, we got to get those Numbers up, so share the show, besties.fan. Email us, mail at besties.fan. We're on Twitter at the besties pod. And, um, yeah, plan. No, time for you to go potty, or else you're going to turn into you're one of those pilots. Your fingers in the air. <laughs> well, anyway, I love you guys. Wow, that just came out of nowhere. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the besties. <laughs> Be sure to join us again next week for the besties, because she's the world's best friends. Pick the world's best games. The Besties is a Spotify original podcast in association with Fox Media. The show is edited by Jelani Carter and produced by Ben Hosley. And our theme song is by Ian Dorsch. Besties!